And so I stepped into the identity of single mother and serial entrepreneur where I started building businesses. And I didn't stop building businesses for 10 years because that was... Welcome to the Audacious Founder Podcast. This is a podcast for entrepreneurial women. It's gonna help you build confidence, obliterate mental blocks, gain knowledge, and harness the audacity to start your business, grow your business, or just start living your life with a whole lot more fucking audacity than you have been. My name's Melissa Manning. I've founded and co-founded more than 13 businesses in 10 years, and I've got more than 45,000 hours of business operating experience that I wanna share with you. That includes pitching, launching, marketing, hiring, imposter syndrome, failure, mindset, and so much more. And I am here to A, learn more, because we're never ever done, and B, get you to a new level a new audacious level. So let's get into it. Hi guys, thank you so much for joining me today. So this is my first episode and this is basically an introduction to the next couple of episodes. I am interviewing some people that I know, some of them are longtime friends, about the concept of identity. And this is referring to who we are, why we are choosing to be that kind of person or be perceived as a certain type of person. How do we choose to become who we are in the world? What are the things in our lives that contribute to us coming to the conclusion that we are this type of person? The reason that I have been investigating this topic is because I have gone through a lot of identity shifts in my life. The primary ones, the more common ones, I guess, are being a single person and then getting married and becoming a wife. Even saying that now, I'm 33 years old, and even saying that now sounds funny to me, calling myself a wife. Becoming a mother, I became a mother at 25 years old. That was, and still is, a kind of strange thing to wrap my head around. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm back in the dating scene, and being a mom in the dating scene has its own challenges. I was a business owner for a very long time and 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 I still am because my consulting and my coaching practice the audacious founder uh, Melissa Manning consulting and coaching that is a business but for a long time I owned physical establishments and when COVID happened I decided it was time to get away from the physical kind of businesses and do more of a service-based business. Anyway, we'll get back to that. But so, and then now trying to position myself as somebody who is an expert on building business and helping people overcome their doubts and their challenges. That is a new identity that I've I've had to try to work with and that has been challenging as well because I've never I've never really had to care about that before. Um, I've never had to look at myself like that before. So, so starting from the beginning, um, you know, I was, I was 20, oof, maybe 22. And I was with this person that I, I really liked being with and, uh, circumstances made it so that we had to make a decision. We had to sign 
papers so that he could stay in the U.S. Otherwise, I would have to move to another country. And if that country was Italy, I I would have been there for it. I would have been there for it, but it wasn't Italy. So I didn't want to move to that country. And um, so then we decided to sign papers as if it was like buying a car, right? I, I wasn't actively choosing to change my identity in that moment. I was I was putting a pen in my hand and signing a paper, right? Like that's, that doesn't mean anything. It means whatever you choose for it to mean in your mind. But over time, after you start introducing each other as, oh, this is, you know, this is my husband, this is my wife, you slowly, it slowly starts to become normal. It slowly starts altering your identity and you become that person you become the wife you become the husband and so that's what happened like slowly we just really accepted the fact that we were indeed married and then after that we slowly started to start planning a family because that's what you do right when you are in the identity of a married couple what's next you start planning to have a family. Even if you don't plan to have that family now, you start creating that timeline, right? Because that's what comes along with the married identity. So that's what we did. And we, wow, I, you know what, in my list of identity shifts, I didn't even put divorcee in there. And that's probably one of the most traumatic ones. Uh, Well, for most people, for me, I don't know how traumatic it was. It was hard but we'll get to that. Right. So being married, that's the identity, right? And then along with that comes all these other characteristics. And then when I became a mother at 25 years old, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, how young I was at 25. I felt like I was, oh, I felt like I was wise, a wise, wise old sage at 25 years old. I had a baby at 25. And then part of being a mother is all of society's images of what a mother does, looks like, behaves like, um, how a mother, you know, acts with her child, how a mother acts as a wife also. These identities are so highly impacted by the society that we live in. And yes, I had made the choice, right? It was my choice to have a child. It was my choice to sign my name on that paper to be with that person. But ultimately, all of those characteristics, all of those descriptors of what that identity looks like and how you behave when you are within that identity, that's not really my choice. Or, I mean, ultimately, it is my choice, but it's like you have to be able to see how all of these external perspectives are impacting how you are behaving or are trying to sort of impinge on your natural way of being. So becoming a mom, right? And then two years after getting divorced, getting divorced, like that for many people is a huge thing. And, you know, for me too, I think it was a huge moment in my life because it completely redirected the path of my life. Um, Deb in, in the next interview or in the first interview, talks about reincarnation in terms of being reincarnated without going through the entire reincarnation process, meaning you don't die, but 
it's like there's such a major change in your life that it's almost like you're being reincarnated in the same life. Like your soul has completed some sort of a journey and now it's starting a new journey within the same life. And getting divorced, I feel like is that because it is such a major redirect in terms of where your life is going. For me, that became the moment where even though when I was with my husband, we were both actively building businesses. We were working together. I was 100% involved in everything. But then when we divorced, now I didn't have that other column to hold up, you know, this building, to hold up my life, to hold up. I, I didn't have that other piece of the foundation. Now all of that weight was just on me. I mean, yes, he was still involved in supporting my daughter in terms of my life and then 50% of my daughter. That's me. That's only me. I, I have no one else to count on. I have no one else to lean on. That became solely my responsibility. And that's a scary thing after having that support and that shoulder for so many years. That's a scary thing to go back onto, you know, being the only one. And so I then stepped into the identity of a single mother and B, a serial entrepreneur where I started building businesses and I didn't stop building businesses for 10 years because that was that was my plan. That was my identity. I was a serial entrepreneur. I was going to create an empire on my own. My daughter was going to be so inspired, so proud of me. I was going to be such a role model, such a huge, amazing role model for her. And and that's who I was for 10 years. That is who I was. I built 13 businesses within, you know, before I was 30 years old. That's who I was. And that, that identity, <clears throat> that identity served me well. Then COVID happened. And by that time, you know, after 10, maybe 11 years of running and creating businesses one after the other, like literally sometimes more than one business per year, I was burned the fuck out. I was so burned out. I didn't have a personal life. I had friends, but I didn't really get to see them very much. And when I would see them, same as when I would be with my daughter, spending time with my daughter, I couldn't be present. I couldn't be relaxed. If I went on a date, I couldn't be present. I was stressed all the time. I had PTSD from whenever my phone would ring. And so when COVID came and I began to see what was happening. You know, when when COVID first hit, I was like, ah, this is just a speed bump that's going to last maybe two months and then we'll get back on track. But no, in New York City, they shut things down. They made businesses close um, and operate at like 25% capacity. And even that was like mostly outside when it was winter. It was like November, December, when this was happening. And so, you know, physical businesses, coffee shops, yoga studios, restaurants, these are the things that I had. And you can't operate on 25%, even if the people can sit inside. It's it's not possible. And every other week, changing requirements on what those seating arrangements and um, like coverings and, and barriers had to look like. So thousands of dollars spent 
you know, almost weekly on making these adjustments according to the government's whim that they change like every week. It was not sustainable and I was burned out. So like I didn't want to handle this stuff. And I was I was tired even before COVID happened. And so when COVID happened and added all of these really extreme challenges, I just like I was not up for the job. I didn't want it. And in 2017, I had started my coaching business. I took a certification online for almost a year and I became a coach. And so I began operating this business in 2017 as a side hustle, as this little thing that I enjoyed doing on the side, almost like a hobby. Like it wasn't something I was advertising for. It wasn't something I was actively promoting or trying to build. It was just something that I was getting more fulfillment out of than, you know, the operations of my businesses. And so when COVID happened, I decided, okay, maybe this is, or it's like midway through 2020, maybe this is the time that I walk away from these things because this is giving me more reason to do so, COVID, the pandemic, and really focus on the thing that fulfills me, the thing that gets me excited, gets me pumped up, gets me energized. So that's what I did in 2020. I decided that I was going to sell some and close some of my businesses and focus solely on my coaching and consulting business. So that is now moving into a different identity which is something that I talked to Deb about in this first interview, is that I don't have all of these other businesses operating now. I created them. I ran them for years. That doesn't go away. But the fact that I don't have them now under my control, under my ownership, it almost makes me feel invalidated. And I have to actively remind myself like, no, all of that experience, all of the wisdom, all of the knowledge that you gained from building those businesses is still there. It remains. That is the foundation of my coaching and consulting is all of that experience squeezed into this one kind of offering. That is powerful when you think about it. You know, 10, 11 years of business building, of various kinds of businesses, of working with investors, of getting denied by investors, getting denied by partners, um, breaking partnerships, um, you know, overcoming obstacles, figuring out marketing and hiring, all of those things. Now squeezing that into one offering that I can help other people utilize to build their dreams. That's fucking exciting. That is powerful. That is what I want to be doing. But not having those businesses that I had for 10 years, each one of those businesses felt like leaving a child. That's traumatic. That is traumatic. And anybody who has owned a business and closed a business or sold it, they know exactly how I feel because it literally, it's something that you created from nothing, from a, a seedling of an idea and you built it and you watched it grow and evolve and manifest and then you just walk away from it. Oof, traumatic, super traumatic. So it's taken me now almost a year and a half to really process all of that, become okay with letting go of this identity that was, I own five businesses at the same time. I am have a big responsibility in all of them. If I'm not running around crazy like a chicken without a head because I have all of these responsibilities, then who am I? You know, if if I'm not being relied on by 50 plus people, who am I? All of these things. If I 
don't have this physical establishment for my eight-year-old daughter to walk into and see what her mother owns and see what her mother is building, who am I? Maybe you can relate because this has to do with so many things, right? Now that I'm not married anymore, who am I? Now that my child has left maybe this world, or maybe my child has left the house because they went away to college, right? Uh, now that I'm not working at this big fancy job anymore, who am I? So in the next couple episodes, I, I really want you guys to think about those moments in your life that you have had an intense identity shift. Think about who you were. Think about maybe there was some adversity there. Maybe there were challenges there that you had to make difficult decisions and you had to overcome really scary obstacles. Or maybe it was easy, right? Maybe it was just a natural flow of things where you were just like, you know what? I tried that. I didn't really like it so much. So now I'm going to, I tried, you know, rollerblading. Now I'm going to try some skateboarding. Maybe skateboarding is my thing. I can't tell you how many times I bought a freaking guitar and said I was going to learn guitar and never did, right? There's like an identity just sitting in the wings right here waiting for me. It's the guitar player identity. I, I could never do it. So maybe it was an easy transition. Maybe it was a really challenging transition that really altered who you are as a person, your core identity. And so think about that. Think about that. Maybe maybe write it down. Maybe do a little bit of a a journal dump with it, right? Maybe you have a couple. Maybe you got divorced. Maybe you got remarried after being married, divorced, and then married. Maybe you are a stepmom or father right? That's an identity. Maybe you have just stepped into a greater role at the company that you work at, and now you are a a leader. You have to step into that identity. Maybe you decided to quit your job and become an entrepreneur. That's a huge identity shift. So think about this. Send me a message. Send me an email. Comment on this post. Send me a DM. Let me know about what you've gone through um, or how this resonates, if at all. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you enjoy the episodes to come. Become a longtime listener of the Audacious Founder podcast. I hope that we can help bring perspective and new ideas to you on a regular basis. So if you haven't already, please like this episode. Please share it with all of your friends. Please subscribe to the Audacious Founder Podcast and force your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for the support. Talk to you soon.